Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton. Joining me today is our show's awesome, awesome, awesome producer, Amanda Foster. Today's episode, Type 1, Part 2, is a continuation of a conversation we had in the Type 1, Part 1 episode released last week. We are really just going deeper into a conversation that was started in Part 1 and additionally going into learning about how Type 1s can grow row and how all of us, no matter your Enneagram type, can learn from and heal by learning about the type one. So without further ado, here's our episode. Would you say that because you you mentioned, you know, like the law and, you know, they stick to the rules. Um, would you say that it would be possible for there to be a one that in their mind that they saw outside of the law as as good and created their own version of what that good and bad is and did bring about change through not rebellion per se, but just outside of the law because they they've constructed their own order of law, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's very possible. I'm not going to say that like for sure across the board that that's the case. I think it's less likely. Uh, I had this conversation with, with uh, my husband when we were talking about the type one, because my husband's an eight, eights are very justice oriented. So we're type twos, you know, and he was kind of like, so what's the difference? Because ones are very justice oriented and so are type eights. And I think eights are are probably going to tend towards more like leading the rebellion (laughs) and paving their own path. Yeah. And ones are going to do everything they can to go through the structure that's already set in place. Mm. I think a really clear example of this uh, in literature would be um, the contrast in Les Mis of, I know I'm going to get his name wrong. Um, Javert. Yes. Thank Mm -hmm. you for saying it. Yeah. Um, Versus um, the guy who leads the rebellion. Um. Dang, I can't remember his name. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but Javert, he would be the one. He's the one. And it yeah. literally killed him. Like, <laughs> that's not the most encouraging I know. thing. Huh? We need like a more positive one. Um, there's lots of positive ones. I know a lot of positive ones. Yeah, there's there's really positive ones. Um, uh, just in terms of ones relating to justice, I mm-hmm. feel like that's a really good example of you know he really did his best to stick to the law yeah and he really believed that the law was justice and ones are going to tend towards that um depending and and it's not true across the board it also depends on i mean there's so many factors that go into someone's personality um but But maybe it would be safe to say don't be surprised when a one desires to follow the rules yeah 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 um another character that to me is such a clear one is sheldon cooper from big bang theory he like literally is like there is a proper way to do absolutely everything and yeah yep which you know again characters can tend to be an exaggeration of our worst qualities especially in comedy so i feel like sheldon cooper he's this obvious exaggeration of all of these qualities Mm -hmm. but he has like he's found the perfect spot in the house to sit and it's his spot and the the airs and he holds those values very strongly you don't sit in sheldon's spot (laughs) like it's like a big deal you don't change the temperature you don't like and 
so funny. And he just really, like, he believes there's a certain way to do things. And you don't, you don't break the law and you don't go outside of, you don't go over the speed limit. Like, he's, he just really, you know, he's that way. But the thing is, is we need people in society that care about those things. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and who hold the rest of us to a standard, you know, and, and I think, I think also Marie Kondo is a really excellent example of a type one who hmm. brings honor to, um, helps to, to things that she teaches people how to really care about the things that they have, um, and that things do have a place and um that it does order does matter and um and i think that's a very positive one too because i i I mean for me when i watch her um on her netflix Mm -hmm. series and everything there's so much peace that comes with uh the values that she carries So there are four primary ways that type ones can grow, um, starting with um, maybe taking themselves a little less seriously. We already talked about this a little bit, but you know, typically when they're away from their responsibilities, when they're on a vacation, they can be really spontaneous and playful and lighthearted. Um, but learning to do that in their environment, to um, take it seriously, but hold it lightly. I had a pastor once that used to say what we do is serious business, but we're not going to take ourselves too seriously. And then uh, second way that type ones can grow is take the megaphone away from the inner critic. The inner critic has a voice in the room. It's it's in the car, but it's not in the driver's seat. And even like uh, one of the books that I read talked about countering the inner critic by giving it a nickname, like like being playful towards your own inner critic um, and maybe that works for some people. I don't know. I don't have a nickname for my inner critic, but like, <laughs> I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it helps bring a lightheartedness to that struggle. Um, and that's part of a one's growth, um, and learning to take themselves a little less seriously. It's so important for type ones to have more grace and compassion for themselves and to treat themselves with the same respect and kindness that they treat others with. If you wouldn't say something to a child, then why would you say it to yourself? Yeah. Um, it's important for ones to begin to recognize when they're angry and learn to not judge that emotion. It's there to tell you something. Um, so instead, just pay attention to what triggers the anger and begin to process the pain that's underneath it. And this may be the hardest one, but accept imperfection in yourself and others as a part of life. You don't have to make everything and everyone better. You don't have to be the moral compass. And the more you can distance yourself from that false identity, the more freedom you will have to love deeper, have more fun, and receive your identity as a child of God. Um, With a father that loves you, provides for you, and really is in control. So now we're going to do kind of just a time of prayer for type ones. And um, I really want um, all the types to just kind of um, wherever you are, maybe not if you're driving, but you're somewhere else, like close your eyes and just search your heart. And um, I think we can all learn from all the types. So even if you aren't a type one, maybe you struggle with imperfection some. Maybe you've struggled with a harsh inner critic or um, of, of not making space for your anger. 
we can all learn lessons from each type. So just, um, I just invite you uh, into a time of prayer to just close your eyes and search your heart and um, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. So type ones, I pray that uh, you would grow in compassion toward yourself, that you would receive God's love for you just as you are in all the imperfections, that you would be free from striving and perfectionism, that the spirit of perfectionism would have no place in your heart and in your mind, that that bondage would be broken by the power of the name of Jesus. I ask that you would begin to recognize your positive characteristics and stop downplaying them, but really recognize the way that you are uniquely created in God's image and you reveal an aspect of God's love, light, and glory that nobody else does. You bring so much to the table just as who you are now, not as who you're going to be or what you could be, but as who you are. And so, Lord God, I just ask that type ones would be able to, yeah, just accept who they are and and receive your love for them in this moment. Despite imperfection, despite our sin, Jesus died for us. He, he loves you where you are. And through Christ Jesus, we're no longer in bondage to sin, but he loves you just as you are right now. Lord, I just ask that um, the voice of the inner critic, that the microphone would be, the megaphone would be taken away from the inner critic, that um, the weight that uh, ones give it would be softened, that it would be lessened, Lord, and that they would begin more and more and more to receive your heart for them, to see themselves the way that you see them, Lord, that they would begin to see themselves the way that you see them, Lord, that they would receive your heart of love and kindness and compassion towards them and that they would be able to respond themselves in the same way. God, I ask that uh, type ones would be freed from the need to be right. Yeah, type one, just um, ask the Holy Spirit if you believe the lie that you have to be Um, to be the good one, to be good enough, to be the moral compass. And if you have, um, maybe ask the Holy Spirit why you've believed that lie. And then ask, ask the Lord what the truth is. He really does love you just the way you are now. He delights in you. He loves to see you have joy and have fun and, and, he, he really does want you to receive his love. You really do reveal an aspect of God's love, light, and glory that nobody else does. And I just pray that type one, that the Lord brings you into a season of joy, into a season of fun, of, of taking things seriously but holding it lightly. I pray for lots of creativity and spontaneity and just for healing that you you really would believe the truth about who you are in the Lord and his heart for you, what he says about you as a child of God, as a co-heir with Christ, no longer defined by your sin, redeemed by his blood, seated in heavenly places. 
So Lord God, I just, I pray blessing over everyone listening to this podcast, that you would have your way in their life, that they would have peace today in your presence as they continue to learn more about the Enneagram, that they would um, grow in compassion towards themselves and others, that they would use grace um, as they learn this tool, that they would know your love in a new way. In Jesus' name. Okay, so that's it for today. That's the type one episode. I can't believe it's done. This probably took way longer than I anticipated, but praise God, it is done. (laughs) And um, all that needs to be said has been said. So um, I am so grateful for each and every person that has been listening and has been sharing and just such good friends and family that have been so encouraging about this project. And um, I, if, if you love this, uh, if this episode was a blessing to you, if you learned something, this ministered to you today, just ask that you would leave a review on iTunes, uh, follow us on social media at originality podcast and subscribe so that way you don't miss a thing. I would like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth, will become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.